No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Don't make a bit of sense to me. If that's what being crazy is, then I'm senseless, out of it, gone down the road, wacko. But no more, no less. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 26, recorded September 25th, 2016. How's it going, Doug? It's our 26th anniversary. It is, well, month anniversary, week anniversary, week anniversary. It's a week anniversary. It's a week anniversary. Yeah. About yes. a strong week anniversary. Yes, not a week uh, week anniversary. Right, right. Yes. What the hell are we talking? I don't about? know. This is how we're going to start. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's it's going going very well. Lots been happening lately, um, and I know you were away. Uh, yes. In Atlanta, watching the Braves get rained on. <laughs> yes, but they won the game, so, you know. Was it only one game? The one we went to, yes. Oh, excellent. All right, good. And thank you for having the ice cream in the helmet for me. Oh, yes. I, I'll I'll be your, uh, your eyes and ears to the world. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was a real, you know, you had to really push yourself to do it. Yeah, I was I, uh, basically, it, it was funny. So um, I was texting Doug during the game and I said, um, and he told me, he's like, oh, you have to get one of those ice creams in the in the helmet. And I was looking around and I couldn't find any, but I turned to my wife and I said, you know, I have to get ice cream in a helmet because Doug asked me to. And it's not because I want it. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is just... Um, you know. I was using it as an excuse, but I found it. I finally found because the only ones I could find were the ones with dipping dots, and dipping dots are gross. Yeah, they are gross. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like styrofoam or something. It's not real. Yeah, no. exactly. But then I found one. We were just walking through the the stadium, and I found one little cart in one area, and they had one helmet left, and they had regular ice cream. <laughs> It was great. That's, what kind was that? I couldn't tell. It was a it was a chocolate and um what was it? It was like a pralines or something like that. Uh, that's that good. Was, it was good. Huh, or no, butter pecan. It was a butter pecan. And are we doing a show? We are. Yes. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell that the the you know, the overall mood is good and um yeah. um I missed him when I when he was gone and um, but I made a new friend, so, uh, take care, Ed. Uh, uh-huh. So <laughs> I had a tough week actually while he was gone. Um, financially, as I've talked about, you know, one of the things that we're strongly advocating for, uh, is the government, um, obviously urgently needing to make some adjustments, mm-hmm. um, because innocent people, uh, who have to end up on a hospital bed for 12 hours, having their brain opened up, have to recuperate. And sometimes, in, at least in my case, it took a long time to determine what the hell was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, I generally go, you know, during the month period, generally the last week, uh, a lot of times without eating. And, you know, like drink a lot of water so I can try and fill up my stomach. Yeah. So it got to the point where I realized, okay, uh, because I had to actually, I had an expense um, um, 
that it was about 35 bucks. And to me, that was, that's like devastating, you know? So yeah. I realized there were seven days left in the month and I wasn't going to eat. And the only thing that I can think of was the old me and, and the one who would just say F it. Uh, I would, I wouldn't say F it, you know what I'd say. Yeah. Um, but screw it. I'm just going to take Adderall and I hope I don't have a psychotic event. It'll keep me from eating, keep me from crapping. And, you know, and then I thought, what the hell am I talking about? You know, I, I am I changing? You know? Yeah. Uh, so the cool thing was I, I could feel, and you know how attuned I am to this now, that neurologically I knew it was still okay. Yeah. Because... I was just getting, I was very tense. I was very um, impatient, pissed off, just like I was hitting walls everywhere I went. Nobody could help me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, seven days, and they're just nothing we can do. So, you know, it just, things don't make sense. It pisses me off. And Yeah. But I was able to calm down, get some help uh, from a family member, Um and, you know, it worked out, but it was impor so important to me because, you know, I got to be here as an advocate. I've got to be changing all aspects of my life and mm -hmm. uh, do the show when you come back and be here ready to go. And, um, you know, so, you know, things have worked out. But, uh, you know, before I knew I could get any help because I really couldn't bring myself to ask. Yeah, uh, as you know, that I'm the least person who feels entitled or, you know, yep. ask for anything, let alone money. But I just decided, you know, it's a cause. The government is not doing what they need to do. So I started that um, Indiegogo um, fundraising campaign. Yes. Um, and uh, they were, you know, about seven or eight uh, great folks who contributed. Um, and, um, you know, that, that will help. But um, but I stopped it, uh, put an end to it, just because, you know, um, it's not up to our viewers to make up for what the government's not doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our viewers are just too special to to me, and I think I'll speak for you as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and my job's here to, to support it. So, uh, you know, I want to give, I don't want to take. So on, on, uh, on the other side of that, did I cover uh, that? Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and first of all, they're not viewers, they're listeners. Uh, <laughs> um, but well, you know, they, they picture. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm a, hot, I'm a hot bitch, you know, so, <laughs> um, but on the other side of that, um, I do think that, uh, we are providing a service uh, through the podcast, and I feel more comfortable putting up uh, a donation button on our website, for example, uh, to help keep the podcast going. Um, because there are um, there are expenses, of course, to run a podcast. Um, but the for me, the most important thing right now is keeping. Doug stable enough to do shows. And when every month when he runs out of money and can't eat, uh, you know, a couple of the times that happened, we 
had to skip the show, uh, or I did a show on my own, um, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And, and it's affecting the show. So, so for me to, to actually put a, a donation button on our website, uh, as a, Hey, you know, if you listen to the show, if you like the show and you feel like chipping in to help keep the show going, awesome. So I, I feel good about that because we are providing something. Um, and when, when you posted and, and we had a discussion, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when, when you posted the campaign, uh, it felt, I don't know, for me personally, I, it, it rubbed me the wrong way, uh, because it felt more, it kind of felt like, like begging. And I know you don't like to do that. No, I think, and I think it came across a little that way because it just will, because I was desperate. Yes. Like I was scared. I didn't know what, you know, and I don't want this to fall. I'm, I'm just, you right. know, I was just born again. You well, know? and it was, it was obviously out of an act of desperation that you did this because if you had thought about it, you knew that, you know, the money from an Indiegogo campaign isn't going to come in on time to, to help you during the week that you need it right now. Um, because, and you know what, I'm process. not afraid to actually just tell our audience, uh, if you are going to do a crowdfunding, don't do Indiegogo yeah. to, to GoFundMe or do Kickstarter, but not that one. Yeah, there were there were other issues to that campaign. Um, yeah, they're really not a good organization. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know too many details, but I know that they were charging you for getting the money out plus a percentage, and um, which is you know obviously they have the right to do that, uh, but it seems like it's more. Uh, you, you, you get better results from GoFundMe. Oh, it's more than twice as, as many charges as there were with the GoFundMe campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, but in any case, uh, I think, um, uh, like I said, we'll probably be putting up a uh, donation button on our website. Uh, and if you feel like donating a couple bucks, whatever, fine, that's awesome. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Um, and, and also don't forget, um, well, don't forget, I haven't said it yet, but, um, I'm starting to get back in touch with the mood disorder association of Ontario, mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, work there, or at least start volunteering there again. Um, and also to the Canadian mental health association, a few other organizations that we can, um, send some of the proceeds to, mm-hmm. um, you know we're not here to make money we're here to to advocate and to keep keep me alive by keep keeping these studies going and funded and you know whatever little part we can do yeah and and i know we we had a little bit of a a discussion about this this weekend um about uh, any possible donations to organizations because to be quite frank in my book and, and right now I feel like I'd rather just donate it to you to keep you healthy and keep the show going. And that's what's important to me right now. Uh, and you know, if you, I'm not, I'm not saying we're not going to donate to organizations. Uh, I just feel like right now the number one priority is, is to make sure you stay healthy. No. And I, I mean, I love that and appreciate that. But if you, if you just, you know, put, you you know, wore my shoes you realize just how much has gone on and like either you're going to give up 
or you're just going to say, I'm going to keep somebody else from suffering the pain that I did. Mm -hmm. So there is part of that in there. So we'll find that happy medium. Yeah. Um, and of course, we'll be making um, some music and maybe some other things that that our you know listeners can enjoy and uh, yeah. everyone's going to win. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, as I mentioned in the in the you know what I wrote up when I um, ended the fundraiser that you know um, you know I'm more than determined to do what it takes to to work as an advocate in any capacity. Uh, and push for this change that I see every day, uh, whether it's not paying enough or the nonprofit organizations not being able to raise enough to compensate for the government mm -hmm. uh, and the, the subsidized housing, um, you know, and six months to wait for, to see a doctor where somebody might just die in between. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot, a lot of work to do. Yeah. Oh, no and, question. And so I, I, you know, it's it's only going to help my self-concept and change around my life if I can basically take on the opposite role. Yeah. And and have the chicken salad instead of tuna salad like, yep. like uh, George Costanza. So, I mean, that could mean maybe we put up donation buttons for the organizations directly as well. I'm sure they have them on their sites. Yeah, and I'm so, and I'm going to be asking them to uh, uh, possibly come on to the uh, the show with us, mm -hmm. um, and that way we can offer them that and and have them on our resource page and maybe be affiliates with them. And yep. uh, but we want to be tied in close to them because that's where things are happening, and they're going to want to know what's happening with me, right? And so they can help their other constituents and so on. Oh, and before I forget, uh, I know that on our, our site we had that uh, today's show was going to be, uh, we're gonna ha we were going to have a special guest and talk about Asperger's syndrome, um, but uh, due to scheduling conflict, um, we're, we're having to postpone that particular show. Uh, so it's just the two of us today. You just said Asperger's and doo-doo. I know. In the same I, sentence. I, I caught myself both times. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, you, um, you know, with this Meg imaging, it, it, it's really been just so fantastic. Uh, um, and as soon as things sort of cleaned up the other day, I was just like right back. You know, it was just, yeah. uh, I just said I just need to calm down. I did need to calm myself down. and mm -hmm. But I think that's kind of like anybody else, for me a little bit more, but. Well, you but know, think of things... it before, you wouldn't have even tried to calm yourself down. You would have just spiraled out of control. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's obviously and... still still working here. Um, I and, and that's why I feel it's very important to keep you in a good mood um, at the end of every month because – psychologically it's it's still you're still fragile in in certain ways um mm -hmm. and and you know you you have to kind of learn how to be a normal person now now that the neurology part is is kind of working uh you you have to kind of learn learn how to rethink life you know well and relearn everything you know yeah. it's it's uh you know there everything is a trigger 
yep. um, and and everything sort of has to be corrected. You know? Right. So and and it's obvious that it's it's starting already because you were you you already calmed yourself down and you you already you know were thinking differently. Um, well, let me even make it a little bit bigger because we still have listeners out there who are in a lot of pain yeah. and who are very sad and don't know where to turn. Uh, and I hope they're listening to me right now because, you know, I went from, you know, about the hardest case there is and uh, as suicidal as one can be. Uh, and, of course, we don't know what the future holds. I'm just hoping, you know, hour by hour that it lasts. Right. Um, but uh, I've been getting together uh, with people, trying to uh, reestablish relationships. I've been reconnecting with family. Uh, and funny enough, before I uh, we, we started the show, I was telling Ed that something possessed me this morning to um, actually sign up to do an open mic comedy night uh, at a club, and I signed up for two nights. Awesome. Uh, needless to say, I'm scared shitless, but I know <laughs> uh, that I can do it, and I'm going to make it you know, mental health related and, you know, but probably just act like a kooky person. Um, but <laughs> so act, um, act like your normal self, you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> they just say, you know, be yourself. And, right. But um, so whether I fail or not, you know, I always had the fear of failure. It's yeah. like, if you don't do it, you can't get hurt. And that's right. I'm sure what my mother used to teach me and nothing against her. That's just her, her being a protector. Mm hmm. But that's not how you learn. Right. So if I suck, then I hopefully I'll have the power to go home and laugh about it. If I don't, then I'll have people saying, hey, that was really cool. And I might make a friend and it'll just, yeah. it, my endorphins will flow. And, you know. Exactly. Uh, I mean, think about, you, you would never have signed up for something like that. No, uh, not even, no. You, you'd recommend it to me and I'd go, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, but, the closest the closest you came though, uh, I remember you going up for open mic guitar nights, where you really? would go up and play. Yeah, you don't remember this? No, uh, I remember. Where was that? In Florida, when we lived in Florida, um, yeah. there was one time when you took your guitar up. Uh, oh, was that a, blues place? Yeah, I think. I and you you went up and jammed, and and you you did that in in college as well. Uh, I, with Rick, I remember, uh, you and Rick would go up and do an open jam night. Huh. Um, so, but that's, that's a little different because you were always very confident with your music and, and it was with, you know, other people and stuff like that. The comedy thing is, is a huge step for you, I think. Well, I find that like, you know, when you and I, you know, and I always say when whether we're joking or we're playing guitars or anything, uh, you say something and I play off it, and we just yeah, you know, we're just you know Laurel and Hardly or better whatever. But <laughs> did I say Laurel and Hardly? Hardly. <laughs> um, but we you know we play off each other, and you know uh, before this major neurological revelation, I was never fully there. Yeah. I wasn't even half there. But yet when those things kicked in, it was just natural. Right. Uh, but if you tried to have a conversation with me during it, 
most of the time I was holding a bottle of scotch or something, yeah. but, but I wasn't there, but that, that part of my brain was right. And now if I could have all of it, uh, you know, sky's the limit, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, so, you, and, and, and the f whole fear of failure thing, that's, that's something that, um, you have to try to get over, which I know is very difficult. Uh, I think everyone has a fear of failure to some degree. Uh, but you have to look at failures, not as failures, but as just, uh, recognizing it as, you know, one, one way not to do something. Um, well, you know, it's safe, you know, you're in your mother's arms, you're safe. It starts that way and it just, you know, it ends up that way. And mm -hmm. for me, it was a perfect storm because the worst part about my neurology is the overactive amygdala. Mm -hmm. And and my mother taught me, you know, just, you know, just stay at home. Everything's safe here. Right. And she just wanted to protect me. So I don't blame anything. It just happened to be the perfect storm. And right. it, it, it made me into somebody with with absolutely no self-concept or or confidence or you know yep some guy who would call up and and sign up for a goddamn you know <laughs> mic night i mean yeah so um you know well but just so um so our listeners uh, understand uh there were some third-party sites that uh, i had re recommended to you uh, mm -hmm. to, to make some supplemental income. And that's, uh, in particular in the user testing sort of realm, which means, you know, you become a tester for other people's websites and you get paid to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, one of those sites had a, a, a thing you had to go through basically almost an audition. Um, and you tried this a while back. This was a couple of months, I guess, or a month ago. Yeah, a couple, um, yeah. And you weren't quite uh, at the state you are now. No, I was about uh, a moderate level. Yeah, and you did it, uh, and it didn't work out. Uh, you weren't selected to, to be able to participate, and that was a huge blow for you. And really, uh, you know, thinking back on it, they really realized that they just had already had enough uh, people for it. So I mm -hmm. think they probably just had backlogged. But yep. for me, my instinct was, well, I suck and, the, you know, another right. rejection. And you, know. you were beating yourself up. Oh, yeah. And and I remember I had sent you, I think, maybe about three different sites to try. And after that, after the first one uh, rejected two. you. Oh, you the first two? Yeah, there's two. Oh, you so mean I sent you two? An, yeah, there's one more to try that I'm right, starting okay. in the morning. But after that first one rejected you, you didn't want to try the other one because, well, you didn't need another blow like that. So you've been afraid to try that. Um, but what's but, exciting is, and I think I might have mentioned this to you, that, and I, well, I actually promised you that I'm going to start it in the morning. Yeah. Um, because I, I need that, you know, um, but what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, that crutch or whatever. It's because you're getting you know accountability, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Uh, because I'll never think of you as the bad guy. You know, you want what's best for me. And mm -hmm. um, but if it, if I don't make it, um, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be strong enough to just say, well, it's just not for me, and we'll move on to something else. Right. 
Um, that's to to think of those two extremes. You know, that's um, it's very telling. It shows how much better you are now than you were before. Telling or miraculous? Yeah, really. Yeah, you know, because I really never thought I would have a life. You know, people ask me what what what's your future look like? What do you think about? And I, all I just, you know, I try to look forward and I just saw black. Mm. So I, it was either going to be death or just living in the mental hospital. Right. You know, and, and now, you know, there's, there's just, you know, a lot of different things that I can do. Yep. Um, and I'm even now um, looking into uh, getting a degree in peer support. Um, right. And, that would mean working in um, hospitals that have extreme cases like myself and yep. uh, other ailments, schizophrenia, bipolar, uh, people that they can't reach. And they know that people as uh, peer support is, is basically that, you know, you were a patient once and you've learned so much. and But you look them in the eye and you can get through to them. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, you get through the through to them because you've been through that, and typically people respond better to others who understand what they're going through. And you know, you try to get a doctor sometimes to uh, to get through to a patient, and the patient's not going to be responsive because they're like, "Well, what do you know? You've never had to live with this." But when you get a peer support. You get someone who's been through it all and totally understands what you're going through, and then you can have a real conversation. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I, I remember, you know, I wasn't all there then. You know, I, mm -hmm. I didn't have any kind of remission back then, but I was able to to do some volunteering. And when she asked me to, this woman from the Mood Disorder Association to uh, every couple of months go to Sunnybrook Hospital. Um, and face, uh, you know, their kind of toughest patients. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they said, you know, this woman in particular, you know, she's been here a few years and um, don't expect her to look you in the eye or, um, you know, go anywhere near you. She's a very big space and all that. And, and after I got done talking, like it was just automatic for me. Yeah. Um, I was talking from the heart because really I just wanted to get back home and cry, mm -hmm. but it was working. And at the end of talking, that lady walked up to me as close as you can get and gave me a hug and looked me straight in the eye and said, thank you. Wow. And the nurse, like, like, you know, the cartoon where the, the jaw just drops down <laughs> to the floor. Yeah. Like, it, it was just like, so they kept saying, like, you got to bring this guy back. Yeah. And I didn't want to because I was at home crying and I was perfectly content being uh, in misery. Right. Now it's going to it's gonna hit me. It's gonna, I'm going to absorb it. Exactly. And, and I'm just going to, like, you know, like they're just going to love me. I just, I, I, I feel really good about, uh, my ability to communicate and, and again, just having one of the, the, the most, uh, severe and rare cases you can find. Um, I mean, who am I not going to, you really, uh, yeah. affect. So, yeah. And, and 
it, it comes back to you as well because it's going to make you feel very useful and uh, you know, kind of boost your mood because you're actually helping people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I never, you know, did anything that, that would have led to, to a growing confidence. And right. this is, this could be the opposite. So, you know, um, I mean, you know, we're talking, uh, you know, as if everything's going to be awesome and that's what we want. Um, but we're in, you know, the, the, the part of this where obviously before I say anything else, I do want to send, uh, you know, a heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners and supporters up till now mm -hmm. and, uh, know that there's going to be a, a big future for us and, um, you know, tune into the podcast every Tuesday. Uh, not only is it an important means of communicating our plans of how we're going to advocate or at least what I'm going to be doing. Um, but you know, it's subject matter that can help people in all walks of life dealing with challenges and, um, you know, it, it, it's really important and it, and it gives me, uh, confidence, validation. And, and I'll tell you when I help somebody, it, it goes straight to the heart. Yeah. You know, I'm a very, very empathetic person. I'm definitely not a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, that's um, for sure. You know, I, I've been watching biopics and documentaries the last few days just because I really get absorbed in them. And and when they turn out good, I mean, I, I put my hand on my heart and I just start just, you know, I feel it just yeah. so deep down. So as far as the peer support is concerned, what is involved in, in actually doing that? Like, do you have to, is there training? Is there paperwork you have to fill out? Yeah, uh, you know, peer support, I guess the term, you know, it seems like it's it's kind of like a helper, you know, mm -hmm. but it's 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 a rather, you know, important role. Um you're you know, people can provide knowledge, experience, emotional, social, practical help uh, practical help to other patients. Mm -hmm. Um and it it's commonly referred to as you know, an uh, initiative consisting of, of trained supporters. So you do get some, you know, some training and you get certified. Mm -hmm. um, and you need that, you know, you, you need the credibility and something on paper. Right. Um, although I have gotten through my life and through certain circumstances when I was working there at the hospital every couple of months where, I mean, they didn't care if, you know, you know, if I had a, ahead you know it just was working you know yeah. yeah so um so luckily my social worker uh that organization uh told me to find an accredited um uh place where i could get licensed and schooled in it and they would help support me uh in paying for it and i know through their organization uh i'll be able to give back um directly so yeah. You know, I don't have to feel like I'm begging or anything cuz cuz right. as far as I'm concerned and those days are over. It's it's time for me to give and me to show what I've got. Yep. And um so is and, peer support uh, it it's a paid position? Yeah, there's not a lot of money allotted to it. Right. Um but there again uh lies the advocacy. 
yeah. because I'm going to, you know, I, I guess the best sort of um, strategy really would be to go and do this in several different, you know, a few different hospitals and or in cam age and whatever, and, and get these head nurses or doctors to notice it. And then tell them, listen, I, I I need some of your backing so that I can, you know, kind of move up and and take more responsibility and mm-hmm. and maybe I'll be a part of changing that in some way. Yeah, uh, because again, I mean, you know, if that was a case where a woman was they were working with her for a year and made no progress at all, and in a matter of uh, twenty twenty five minutes of talking to them. Um, last, the, the time I went after that, she was still, still doing better than she ever was. Amazing. And I didn't swallow that then because I was, I felt like I was a piece of crap, but now, uh, I'd be all warm and fuzzy inside and like, I am somebody. <laughs> so you're like the mental illness whisperer. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was thinking you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I really am. I'm the nut whisperer, <laughs> you know? Oh, come on. You can't, you can't call them nuts. Them. Me. I had you. cancer, yeah. so I can joke about cancer and I can joke about uh, cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's, we're all people. We're all different. We yeah. all got our stuff. Uh, some of them are harder to deal with than others. So I will put on my cape yeah. and, uh, and I'll be there for anybody. Um, you know, so yeah. I was even going to bring up an idea to you and that if there are listeners out there who are really having a bad time and maybe even struggling to get through the show, not that we're not entertaining, <laughs> but really having a bad time that we might even think about taking a call if necessary. Right. Um, so that's something, of course, I was going to talk to you about off air, but it, it concerns me and I want to make sure that they know we're always there for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, if anyone does want to talk to us, uh, on air, uh, let us know. We could set something up. Uh, yeah, not- I think it would be through the website Well, they'll just send us a quick message, which we'll get right away. And then we'll send them the, the code in which to call in Yep, and we'll have an impromptu session right there. And, and, you're going to be talking to two guys who just, who just love you and want to help you. Yes. I would, you know, it's unconditional and, and that's exactly what you need and what you're looking for. Right. So now I, I don't expect a flood of people considering that, uh, I would think that a lot of people are probably too, um, I guess scared to, to actually talk about it. It's it's just too easy to say, oh, screw it. Yeah. But, but and I say that, I've said that a lot of times, and I'm going to keep saying it over and over and over again because, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, it doesn't, you're not going to change, you're not going to grow. Yeah. So just have that chicken salad sandwich instead of the tuna this time and just just do it because you know that if if the conversation goes well and you – maybe abate your anxiety a little bit or you feel a little bit more uh, or to feel a little less depressed, a little more yeah. hopeful, you know you're going to 
thank yourself for actually doing that and making that move. Right. So think, we want to encourage that in some way. And think about how much better you have felt after doing a show. Uh, in many cases, you'd start a show when you were not in a good mood and I'd push you into doing the show. And then at the end you were like, yeah, that was, that was really good. So talking about it does help. And I would never admit to you and say the, the sentence that that was really good yeah. either, you know, yeah. and every day that I go out walking, uh, it's usually for a purpose, go out and get a drink or toilet paper or what have you. Mm -hmm. But the weather has been beautiful. And the old me though would, would always be looking down at my feet. Um, so I make no eye contact. I get to the store as quickly and efficiently as possible. And I get back just the same. Yeah. Uh, where every day so far for the last, well, since the 31st, um, on my way back from whatever I've done, I go to the park and I just sit there for a while and I just sort of feel the wind and the sun on my face. And, yeah. um, it's like a movie. It, it, it's just, um, yeah, it, you know, it's like I don't want anyone to feel the the thirty plus years of pain, but I want them to feel that thing. Yeah, that what we take for granted this, you know, yeah. Mother Nature and 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 just absorbing all feel. all the good that's in the world. You know that yeah. you would ignore when you're you know stressing about your life and you're you're inside your own head. You tend to miss how beautiful the world really is all around you and all the positives. And you, you know, when you're, when you're struggling, you tend to look at everything in a negative point of view and you, you accentuate the negative. Mm -hmm. And, and now I can tell you're starting to do the, the exact opposite of that. And I think you've become a victim as well, because you'll say that, you know, you enjoy doing this because you love audio and you love production and but, but, I know this is helping you too. I mean, this is giving you some perspective, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, not to put things off and, and this and that and just sort of the, the way you look at things. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. and, and, you know, I just seeing what you go through, because uh, I'm, as everyone knows, I, I don't have a mental illness and have led a relatively normal life. Um, and I wouldn't have known anything about the struggles uh, that people with mental illness have had it not been for Doug and for these discussions. And it's, it's, I still find uh, amazing new information every time we talk. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that you've actually had to go through that. Yeah. And I'm lucky to, to still be talking to you. And I think I guess in a way you're lucky to still be talking to me because a lot of times the way it manifests and I don't know where my courage came from. Again, I've been speculating, but most of the time, you know, you don't know what's going on in the background. Right. And eventually you get that call that your friend is dead. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this cannot happen anymore. Right. Because of all that that's going on and the technology and the studies that are going on, we can all be fixed. We can all have a semblance of life and, and, and some joy. Yep. And, uh, I, I mean, look, this is, uh, this is not, uh, taped and rehearsed. This is, uh, the real deal. Yeah. 
So, um, you know, it, it didn't happen that way for us, you know, thankfully. Um, but it's, it's, and, still, it's still a lot of work. It's not like it's a magic pill and suddenly everything's better. Um, oh, no, no. Nice. You'd have to come <laughs> to my apartment. You'll know that, you know, you know, I was once that guy. I mean, yeah. There's a, it's a lot of work, especially with the ADD, which we'll discuss with, with Matt uh, hopefully next week. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, for example, and I, I did want to say because it's a little bit humorous that my social worker picked up on it. But I told her that if I, you know, you have cabinets in your kitchen mm -hmm. and if I, if I buy, you know, let's say I bought some soup or something. So most people would put it in, in a part of the cabinet and close the cabinet. Right. Well, if I, if somebody with ADD or Asperger's or in that family does that, once those doors close, you have no soup anymore. Mm. It's what they call out of sight, out of mind. Right. So funny enough, uh, over the last several years, uh, I've had maintenance when I move into a new place actually unhinge <laughs> my cabinets, and so it's all open. Huh. Uh, because that's the only way I know it's there. So there, you know, so those are adjustments that before I would have said, oh, so I won't need it. I have this stupid disease to do. Now I want to do what's going to help me and make those little baby steps. And wow, you know, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so you don't have doors on your cabinets now. No, I have to actually get these unhinged. Uh, huh. A lot of times I could do it myself, but um, this hardware is actually better than, than I'm used to. So huh. uh, we're doing that Monday. But I, I, I literally take them off. I mean, it looks prettier with it, but it's got to be practical. Right. And, um, you know, uh, just walking to the bathroom and I'm carrying a pen Mm -hmm. And I put the pen down and I go to the bathroom and then I walk back and the pen is gone. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like losing a remote, you know, right. when you're getting sleepy, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah, just yeah. gone. So it's, it's things that you have to work at. It's a lot of work, as you said, yeah, um, to change all these behaviors. And I'm doing it, you know, without you, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it virtually alone. Yeah. Uh, and that's not easy. It's just like uh, the movie, What About Bob? Baby step on the bus, baby step down. The, you know, it's all about baby steps, taking everything. Yeah, it was very well done. And it really is, I mean, it's as comical as they made it. You know, all the things he did to see the doctor, you become this selfish, help me, help me, help me. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you're just dying for socialization so as funny as they made it this was i'm sure based uh in, in very much in reality yeah you know uh, uh except for richard Dreyfus wanted to kill him afterwards <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah but but you know it, it's it's making little steps you know taking a vacation from your problems yeah and it's i mean it's very logical when you think about it because you know, you don't want to think about, oh my God, it's going to take me, you know, five months to get to that level or whatever. You just have to think about what's in front of you right now and then you'll get there. Oh, I still worry about it constantly. I mean, it's, it's become a, you know, a behavior trait, but then I'm like CBT. I'm, I'm saying, okay, but that's, that's the way I normally think. I need to yeah. change that. So 
the work is just, you know, it's starting and it's going to get easier. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so the update is uh, that I will, um, be going back to, um, UHN, uh, Toronto Western hospital, uh, on Monday the third, uh, hopefully still feeling uh the same as when we did that setting we do have two more settings uh if we should need it um but i would really love to go in there and just say hey um the meg couple with the dbs looks like it was a winner you yeah. know and 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 i could be a part of because they've learned it from me i don't think anyone else has gone through it yeah. has had to because they've all, you know, really, at least compared to me, have had some reaction to the settings where I right. just had none. So um, I'm I'm part of 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 moving this thing along. Yeah, absolutely. And so that is cool. So then, if you go in still feeling good and you tell them that, they're not going to make any adjustments, right? No, no, no. Yeah, don't touch it. it. If, if if it ain't it broke, ain't don't broke, fix don't, it. <laughs> Amen. You know, and that's when it comes to neurology. You know, just just like the off-on thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you leave it if we find that there is a little dip, maybe. But mm-hmm. hey, it's still there. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I don't have a gun in my mouth. Yeah. Then it's possibly it's possible we could talk about, um, you know, supplementing with yeah. some biochemically uh, uh something benign hopefully but right. that might just sort of keep it a little bit more steady but so far steady has been what it's been yeah and i've never had that before and you're not on any medications at the, at this current time either multivitamin yeah although you know the other day when i was you know I was getting quite anxious, but very psychological, psychiatric type of effects. Right. So I did take some of the clonazepam, which naturally sort of, because it's a downer and it makes you sort of tired, mm-hmm. um, it does it does um, take away some from the mood. Yeah. Um, but, and so I did get a little bit worried, a little hyper worried about it, but I had a good sleep and I woke up and I was like, okay. It's out of my system, and and I feel better, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you know, every well, day that I wake up feeling good is is a good day. Yeah, absolutely. You so know. hopefully, you won't even feel the need to take any other medications uh, eventually. You know. Yeah, I mean, the crack is still gonna, you know, be <laughs> a major part of my life, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's, what about, yeah. um, uh, what about medical marijuana? Is that still, uh, I use that, um, uh, in moderation when it's not usually the electrodes that are in the front of my head, which now, uh, people have seen exactly cause I take some nice shots of it, but, uh, cause I'm wearing the headphones now. Right. And behind my right ear, so like if you lifted the flap of your ear, it's it's behind the ear is mm-hmm. where all the wires are hooked and connected. Right. So that gets, and that's very close to your temple. 
Yeah. So it can really pound and it gets like the Chinese water torture. It's very annoying. Yeah. And um, so I, nothing helps it because of what it is. I mean, there are wires that are rubbing against my head and my brain. So uh, that does help um, quite a bit. And um, the pain is, is bad enough that if a side effect of it uh, is me being a little bit stoned and laughing at the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> so uh, be it. it could be worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, because usually my side effects were, you know, diarrhea, sweating, vomiting, you know. Oof. So uh, I'm definitely uh, an advocate for that and definitely would love to see alcohol uh, uh, made illegal. But that's another uh, topic. Yeah. Well, that, it's amazing how much progress you've made in, ever since they readjusted the DBS according to the uh, MEG uh, scans. Um, it, it's, like, it's like night and day. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like I was worth anything for so long and really just, you know, I was just too too nervous to, to talk to you. We didn't talk as often as, you know, it would be months that would go by. And, yeah. and when you were gone and I knew you were back, I was like, what the hell is he? He hasn't called me yet. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, not really, but, you know, like I, I really wanted to talk to you. Like it's yeah. just, uh, you know. It's just what it should be. Exactly. Right. You know. So, um, well, if you'd like, I can um, close on um, a really good uh, quote that I uh, uh, chose for when I had uh, ended the campaign, but it's from Maya Angelou. Mm -hmm. um, the quote uh, is, you may encounter many defeats, uh, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the def defeats so you can know who you are and uh, who you can rise from and how you can still come out of it. And yeah. it's just very, it's very apropos. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's great. So I, um, I, I hope this thing just keeps on going. Provided it does, we'll have a great show next week, a really, really... Uh, you know, quite fascinating and uh, eye-opening show. Um, you know about a, a really interesting family of of diseases known as Asperger's, autism, ADD. Yep. Because uh, there's social and behavioral challenges, but yet there's also incredible intelligence and right. Really a, a really a lot of really interesting things in the brain going on. Excellent. Looking forward to it. So that's our show for tonight. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week. Take care. <laughs>